This is Hassan Akram, your host for Autonomous Vehicle Safety and Security Podcast, brought to you by Matrix. Zakram, uh, thank you for having us here. Can you Thanks tell for having me, me. <laughs> first of all, what is your company doing exactly? What our company does is we provide engineering service to automotive industry to make safe and secured ECU. So what we build is a electronic control unit for vehicles uh, with safety and security concept embedded in it. The mission statement of our company is to make autonomous vehicle safe and secure. With that mission statement, building ECUs is our passion and that's what we do. You will show us later if you hack a car, just a normal car, it's not prepared, just a normal serious car. Mm -hmm. So what will happen? What we're going to show you today is what is possible in the wild. Anybody can inject a malware to the vehicle and take control of the vehicle theoretically. So there's two steps that one has to go through in order to achieve that. First, they have to access the vehicle. So whenever you want to access a vehicle, there are several possibilities. One is physically accessing the vehicle. Uh, when you take your vehicle to the garage, they will plug the OBD2 port with their system in order to diagnose what's wrong with your vehicle. And this is where a malware injection is possible. The other is remote. So here, it's important to mention that in traditional IT industry, about 80% of the vulnerabilities attacks that we see have somehow related to social engineering. So one could even social engineer to inject a malware in your vehicle. So that's one, to access the vehicle. The holy grail of car hacking is to get to the CAN bus of the vehicle, which is the actual network of the car where uh, you control everything. Once you access the vehicle, you have to look for exploits, vulnerabilities, backdoors. How can I get to the CAN bus? And once you get to the CAN bus, your job is to understand the CAN messages and reverse engineer, and then you can literally theoretically do everything. So what we're gonna show today is a setting similar to, you will have remote access to the vehicle. Imagine that you're, you have injected a malware and that malware is allowing you to communicate with the vehicle and in our case, we've simulated the malware using a Raspberry Pi connected to the OBD2 port. And that is allowing you to communicate with the vehicle and the CAN bus. What we're doing in the first go, we're uh, showing a denial of service attack. It's very simple, doable, almost all the vehicles that you see around today, all you have to do is bombard the CAN bus with random packets and not let any legitimate traffic come in and the car will start working crazy. So that's the first thing we're gonna show. In the second step, we're gonna also show some, some particular attack showing the ABS being activated or the seatbelt sign is on, although the seatbelt is locked and that sort of a thing. And my colleague Falgun is gonna tell you more in details about those. Okay, you tried to hack this car later. Can you tell us how you will do that? Yes. So um, any car will have uh, onboard diagnostics. It's called as OBD uh, connector. The 
acronym for it is uh, onboard diagnostics so typically uh, any onboard diagnostics looks like this it is a 16 pin connector and uh, normally there are different set of rules over which the different car manufacturers uh, send out uh, messages on this obd connector this is a standard connector and there are certain set of pins which the standard defines and says that these are the protocols you have to use these are certain rules you have to use so we exploit this particular uh, port and then we connect it one such uh, very vastly used protocol is a can protocol so we use that can protocol and uh, there is a small controller this is the raspberry pi so we connect this to the raspberry pi and then get all the messages so the advantage of can protocol is that whenever we send a message on the bus anyone can listen to it it's not mandatory that you should be an authorized user so any network which can support can protocol can listen to it this is the vulnerability we are going to exploit and then we receive all the messages and then we try to analyze uh, using all the messages and then see what kind of data we are getting what change happen whenever the car is in motion and then once it has been analyzed we try to reverse engineer it and then we try to relay the messages so that we can perform the attack and you can do it with every car which has a canvas system uh, yes, pretty much. The cars which have the canvas, there will definitely be connections to the onboard diagnostics, the OBD port. So from there, we will be able to receive all the messages. Can you explain our audience what does canvas exactly means? Yes, surely. So canvas is, is just a set of rules over which we send data. For example, if you have a controller uh, with which you want to say that uh, you want to turn on wiper or you want to uh, lock the door or unlock the door. Whenever you lock the door, the controller it converts that particular data into and it has to send it to another controller so the means in which it uh, sends over the this control it's a two-wire uh, bus there is a certain rule in which you have to send these data so an example would be like first you send uh, the name of the message and you send this is my identification number and this is the data i'm sending and this is the total length of data i'm sending this is this is the basic rules of this particular protocol so each protocol have certain set of rules so can has the standard rule and uh, the receiving uh, controller it will receive this message and then it will check whether the identification number matches it will be pre-programmed that these are the identification numbers for which messages has to be received so it will receive that it will unpack the data and open the data and then uh, try to uh, act on the data that is received okay. Last question, you will hack the car now? What will happen? What, what do you think? What will happen to the car? Since this is in a simulated environment, what we are trying to do is we are trying to uh, manipulate the information that is displayed on the uh, dashboard. So whenever the car is in motion, we will enable a script which says that the seatbelt is not on and the door is unlocked. Then the car will think that the door is on and the car will start making noise thinking that uh, something is wrong in the car. And also in the driving condition, we will change the RPM of the complete car. So we will manipulate the RPM. It shows zero to the maximum range. And also we can try to switch on the ABS system, the braking control, all these things we'll be able to switch on in the display unit. So these things we'll be able to display now. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. So we are using uh, open source uh, tool to connect the network. What uh, same network as the Raspberry Pi, what are in. So for that, I'm using Putty and uh, I'm able to connect. So now once I'm able to connect, I can run a command and I can check it is connected or not.
and once it is connected I can read the can message via uh, can dump command show you all the messages we have to set the border of the can and uh, with that we can start reading the can dump from the can dump we will be able to see all the can messages and uh, we have to analyze uh, all the messages what uh, we are getting so we have to reverse engineer that part and based on that we can write the python script to automate our uh, attack so one of the demo script what we have written and uh, we can just run the script and with that our uh, script will be running on the raspberry pi and uh, yeah car will show the some anomalies while driving yeah that is it in today's episode we're going to show you some um real action in car hacking so we will be performing denial of service attack in the can bus the car behind us where the actual hackers are they're remotely accessing the car and performing denial of service attack in a bit you will see that uh they're bombarding the can bus with random packets and this car will get crazy as you can see that our parking brake is not activated it's showing the parking brake our seat belts are fastened in but it's showing the seat belt uh, sign it's showing the abs sign showing the doors are open and it's beeping so this is a very very nice uh, denial of service attack in the can bus there will be some more attacks which Pravin is going to explain to you and then we're going to go back to our lab and explain to you the mechanism for these attacks. See you soon. Today we are going to show the car hacking. So as you can see in the dashboard, everything is looks fine at the moment. It's green. See, I'm wearing the seat belt. There is also no such indication. Doors are locked. It shows everything is good. Now I will remove the park brake. Everything is green. So we'll start uh, with the today's uh, hacking session and let's see what happens. There are many kinds of hacking possible. The one very common hacking method is denial of service attack, which means that the hacker will be able to send random messages to the controller. And because of that, the ECU gets confused there are so many signals coming in a rapid way, in a rapid uh, uh, pace because of that, the car gets confused. So that is one of the first attack we are going to, you know, uh, try and see today. And uh, let's see what happens. Okay, so as you can see, it is showing that the parking brake is uh, put on. But as you can see, the car is driving, the parking brake is not on. And also, as you can see, the seatbelt sign, it is beeping that uh, driver is not wearing the seatbelt. However, I'm wearing the seatbelt. And also, it is showing that the car doors are open. However, it's actually locked, closed, and we are driving safely. And also, the ABS signal is on and the many other signals are on. So, currently, the car is not knowing what exactly is happening, even though everything is fine. On the dashboard, we are able to see that, you know, uh, the certain things are wrong. And also, if you can see the rpm uh, you know uh, it is showing that the rpm is full so this is called denial of service attack so since all the signals are coming into the can network can bus 
from the uh, hacker so at this moment the car doesn't know what exactly is happening so that was the first one we were talking about now once the hacker is able to read the can messages and when he understands or disciples to say that okay this signal belongs for the park brake or this signal belongs for the uh, for example the door lock then he will be able to you know execute the specific attack or the targeted attack so we will see uh, which are those attack maybe uh, we will go one by one here so now the denial of service attack is over now once again everything is fine in the dashboard now as you can see the seat belt and the parking brake is on. I mean, this is the targeted attack wherein he's only trying to target those two signals. And even though I'm wearing the seat belt and I'm driving comfortably, it is showing that a driver is not wearing the seat belt. And also similar case for parking brake, even though parking brake is not on, I mean, I'm not applying the parking brake. Still, it is showing me the signal that, you know, parking brake is on. That was one uh, specific targeted attack uh, on the signals of parking brake and the seat belt. Let's see which other attack uh, you know we can uh, maneuver. So once again, everything is fine here. Everything is back to normal. Everything is green. We are driving. As you can see, the RPM, which is in the full range now, uh, even though I'm driving at a speed of let's say 10 kilometers per hour. It is telling that engine RPM has reached its maximum. That means the attacker is once again performing, you know, a targeted hacking attack or the hack on that particular RPM signal. That is why it is showing us the signal that, you know, it has reached its maximum range. Uh, so that was about the RPM. Now let's see which other uh, signal we can target. So once again, the dashboard is back to the normal. Everything is green. Let's see what hacker is trying again now. As you can see now there is a red light on the um, car door. It is telling that the doors are open. But as you can see, we are driving and the doors are closed. Everything is comfortable. But still, this is once again, uh, you know, targeted attack on that particular uh, signal. Even though the car doors are closed, it is showing us the signal that, you know, doors are open. Okay, so once again, the parking brake and the ABS uh, signal is on, even though we have not applied the ABS or even the parking brake is uh, not applied, it is showing us the signal that, you know, uh, the parking brake is applied and the pressure sensor is on, you know, the signal for the pressure sensor is also switched on and also the ABS is switched on. However, which is not the case, as you can see, we are driving comfortably here. Yeah, so I think that was uh, mostly the thing we had for today. Yeah, so that was mostly it. So uh, we just saw a fantastic demonstration of car hacking, thanks to the entire team. And we're going to show you the steps, how we did it. We're going to dissect the entire thing. We're going to show you step by step how we performed the DOS attack, denial of service attack in the vehicle. So uh, I have the entire team with me. I'm going to get to each of you uh, with all the steps and, and let you explain the technical details. So what I'm gonna do first is tell you the, the overview of car hacking. Okay, I'm gonna show you the steps of car hacking. How do you hack a car? What are the first things you need to do in order to hack a car? The first thing you need to do is to access the vehicle, penetrate the vehicle. And once you penetrate the vehicle, what you have to do is uh, find exploits to get to the CAN bus because this is your holy grail. Uh, accessing the vehicle does not necessarily mean that you will be able to control the vehicle or do something with the 
with the actual driver functionality of the vehicle unless you access the CAN bus. So these are the two steps that will depend on the vehicle and the kind of a vulnerability that you can use to get to the CAN bus. So these are the things that's kind of like the magic art of a penetration tester or an ethical hacker. And we're not gonna talk about these two. In our settings, what we did is we installed a Raspberry Pi. So assuming that you found an exploit or somehow injected a malware and you are in the CAN bus, so once you're in the CAN bus, what you have to do is once you can read or sniff CAN messages, the next step is to reverse engineer the CAN messages. So you try and make sense out of the CAN messages, the data that you read from the CAN bus. And once you're successful there, the next step is to send arbitrary CAN messages. You send out CAN mess uh, messages to do uh, certain things. And once you can do that, and if you can automate the process and um, send enormous amount of data arbitrarily, this is the denial of service attack. So you attack the CAN bus in a way so that no other actual issue will have any chance to get and send something in the CAN bus. So this is what we have done and our colleagues are gonna explain to you how did they do it. So I'm gonna give it over to Falgun to um, explain the overall settings and uh, talk about the entire process. So Falcon, off you go. So when we uh, get into a car, so the first thing we need to identify is the OBD port. Typically this is uh, available below the steering wheel. So OBD ports technically uh, looks like a 16 port connection, which is like this. Um, so what we need to identify uh, in this OBD port to ensure that there is CAN communication is that pin number six and pin number 14 should have a connection in the OBD port. So um, pin number six and pin number 14 is for the CAN communication. So once we get that, uh, we just need to ensure that uh, there are some uh, voltage in that by maybe connecting some voltmeter, uh, multimeter to measure the voltage. That's when you get to know that uh, some communication is going on. This is a basic uh, communication of uh, CAN protocol. So what will happen is whenever there is any message on the CAN bus, you will also be able to receive this. So you start receiving all these messages on the Raspberry Pi itself and then you can do the reverse engineering. Apart from that, the Wi-Fi access to this particular uh, Raspberry Pi would be um, to have it on the same network of that of the hacker, hacker PC. So ensure that these two are on the same network and using a small SSH connection, you should be able to get into the Raspberry Pi and uh, perform all the uh, functionalities that Hasan explained. To perform what reverse engineering does, um, Aronak will talk about it more. Thank you so much, uh, Falgun, for explaining the the overall settings. So, Ronak, could you please explain to our audience, once you could sniff the CAN messages, how did you reverse engineer? Were they were they encrypted or uh, were there any CRC? What were the difficulties you faced and how did you reverse engineer them? Once we are able to read the CAN message, we see like uh, we... Uh, see, there are some mechanisms like CRC message counters are implemented or not. So, yeah, maybe like if the car is old and uh, when there was no such iron mechanisms was in the uh, industry available. So we see there are uh, no CRC, no, no other uh, protection mechanisms uh, implemented. Otherwise, we have to get through that part. Uh, once we read the CAN message, then like... Uh, by changing the 
car functionality um, for example we do some acceleration or we change the indicators or we change the headlights like that uh, by changing the different different parts uh, we should uh, see the can message what data is changing and based on that we'll get uh, the idea uh, what part of the message is relevant to what functionality and based on that understanding now uh, we can try to create our own uh, dummy can message and that part uh, will be explained by my colleague uh, thank you ronak so once you've reverse engineered, that means now you can create legitimate looking CAN messages with the right ID, right format. You can assemble them. Once you assemble them, the uh, task is now to send them out. So our colleague Akshay is going to explain to us, how did you send these messages? What was the mechanism you used? Now... We're in a stage where we have all the message IDs. We want, we have the data and the significance of the data. And the uh, work we have to achieve is to try and send out the uh, messages which we have analyzed. So we have used uh, Python. And uh, there are some uh, libraries already available over the net where you can use them to just send out the data. So the hard part is to get the IDs and the significance of the data which are coming as a part of the message. So that we have already got. So I think very easy using the uh, libraries already available in uh, Python. So we just analyze using uh, taking a CAN dump, see the periodicity, what uh, uh, periodicity the messages are coming and how the data is uh, changing read the pattern and then I think it's uh, pretty easy to send out the messages using, using Python. Thank you Akshay so what uh, I have understood this was more manual reverse engineering so it, you do not, do not have an automated or AI helping you it was manual you took some help from the Python library but you manually looked at the payload and kind of like made sense out of it. All right, uh, so once you've done that, we're at step six, which is how to flood the CAN bus with such packets and uh, perform the so-called denial of service attack. So Raghavendra is going to explain to us how did we do it. So we have used um, um, the available Python libraries uh, to automate uh, uh, this process. So what we've done is, so by this stage, we already knew the CAN messages and what CAN um, frames, uh, what we have to be sent to each different uh, uh, functionalities. So we have built the um, CAN messages and we started sending the CAN frames over the bus. Um, with the frequency greater than the actual frequency of those messages. What we wanted to send will, uh, you know, will take over the bus and will be uh, over the bus for longer duration and it, it will be treated as the valid uh, uh, signal by the um, ECU. That's how we have achieved the denial of service. And also this automation was used in the reverse engineering as well, where we are using the scripts to send the random inputs in order to identify the um, actual signal values which we wanted while performing this TYS. In these two places, we have used uh, the Python automation. Fantastic. Thank you, Raghavendra. So this kind of rounded up the denial of service attack in uh, the actual vehicle that we have performed and shown today. If you have questions, comments, if you have liked it, please feel free to smash the like button, write comments in the comment section below, subscribe to the channel, and we'll be giving you much more of such videos. Thanks for watching.